Hey guys, welcome to episode 9 of the Me Podcast. (laughs) I want to talk about grace, having grace for ourselves. And how important that is. Last episode I talked about self-sabotage. And how we tend to purposely do things that we know aren't good for us. And it pushes us in the opposite direction that we actually want to go and need to go. But when we're looking at the ways in which we might self-sabotage, we might be doing things that we know we shouldn't, sometimes that can push us further into the ground. Actually looking at ourselves, honestly, guys, can really mess with you. And I mean really. If you try to look at yourself objectively and say, dang, I'm really bitter wow, I really don't react well in this or this this or that type of situation. Wow, sometimes I'm kind of mean to my kids. Oh gosh, why can't I take better care of my body? Why can't I talk about my feelings when I'm angry or feeling vulnerable or feeling wounded? Or feeling rejected. Why can't I just talk about it? Why do I have to shove it inside and just let it fester and eat me up and become so angry at the world? Recognizing these things in ourselves can be excruciatingly painful. And that's why most of us don't do it. Because who wants to look at that? We can look at that to an extent in other people. That's okay. It's it's not... It's not so bad. We can point fingers. But looking within, now that, that's hard. But it's something I feel like we all have to do. It's so important. But we also need to be able to withstand that and to do something with the mess that we are. And not to just accept defeat and hate ourselves. So we have to have grace. Grace for what it is that we are. For who it is that we are. For the raw truth that we see within ourselves. We have to have immense grace and that's what we have to have for other people also and this concept was audibly I guess you could say drilled into my head when I was young I was raised in a Christian household and this message of grace God's grace was shared often though in action there was less grace but there was a lot of stuff going on and now in my adult life I have to have grace for the people in my life as I was growing up the people who are in charge of me and the people around me because they're human beings just like I'm a human being and as you get older you realize how messed up you are yourself and how many problems you have and how hard it actually is to do good by those 
around you and to yourself and to be able to take care of yourself, especially alone. But this idea of having grace is so critical for us. And I spent so many years without that grace. Essentially disallowing it from myself. I wouldn't have grace for myself. Now, I might seem like I did in the heat of the moment when I was angry or whatever and I was trying to point fingers and blame other people for things that maybe I had a a small part or a large part to play in. But I wouldn't actually give myself grace. I was a tyrant. I would just speak down to myself. And I'm not going to say, like, I don't do this anymore. I still do, but it's something I've been working on actively to break. But I would just talk myself into the ground, demean myself, wow, you're worthless. How could a person act like that? How could a person be like that? How could you treat that person like that? And it didn't actually get me where I intended it to get me. I thought, oh, well, if I'm nice to myself, if I give myself grace or kindness or love, then I'm not going to change. Kind of like coming back to the food thing when I was 19 and dealing with some bulimia issues, I would just tell myself like, oh, well, you're fat or you're this or you're that or you're gross or any number of things. And I thought that in doing that, I would actually change and I would become better. But that's not how it works. Positive change comes from love. And grace is a part of love. So when we start to accept ourselves and love ourselves in all of our flaws, in our completely defective state, that's when we can actually touch our essence, touch our humanness. And begin to do something with it. Now don't get me wrong. Talking down to yourself. Degrading yourself. It can produce some action. It has for me. In some ways. But the point is that it's not lasting and it's not for the right reasons. And it's not authentic. Because you're trying to run away from something. You're trying to run away from that 
self-hatred, self-loathing. Okay, well, if I, just, if I just do this, then I cannot hate myself as much. I can accept myself more. Then I'll love myself once I accomplish this or accomplish that or I'm doing this well in school or I'm this good of a mother or if I do an Ironman or a marathon or, you know, anything, then I'll be lovable. Then I can accept myself. But you just, you keep running and the voice always catches up. The one that says, this is not enough. You're still not good enough. It will always catch up to you until you speak back to that voice. The love inside of you has to speak back to that voice. Hey, you think that this is helping me, but it's not. I'm not going to follow your story anymore. This is not my story anymore. I have to change this. I have to choose to love myself. I want to be a person that loves myself. I want to be a person that is able to love other people. And how can you really do that if you don't love yourself? I've felt like, oh, I love other people so much more than myself. But then when I'm actually getting down to it and being really, really honest and, and trying to decipher whether or not that's completely true, I realize it's really not. Because although I don't speak to other people and even think necessarily about other people in the extreme negative way that I think about myself sometimes or that I really have in the past. The extent of my love for people has to stop at my extent of my love for myself. Because how can you give other people grace that you've never shown yourself It's kind of a impossibility. It might look like we're doing that. You know, there's people in abusive relationships. It's like, oh, they just make excuses for their abuser over and over and over again. And they, they look at themselves like they're the problem. But is that actual love for their abuser? Is that what real love looks like? Or is that something deformed I don't think that's what real love looks like that's maybe what a lot of self hatred looks like so much that if you just feel like maybe you're getting a little bit of love from your abuser that it's worth it because you just have none for yourself We have to change this messaging. For some of us, these voices are incredibly loud. So loud that you can't even distinguish 
any other voices. You can't even gain enough clarity to recognize that, hey, maybe that's not really you. Maybe that's not the you inside that hasn't been wounded your entire life. You know, your essence, the pure love that's inside of you, that's not that. And again, we have to remember there's an evolutionary component to this. There's things that our brains do (laughs) that are automatic. And as we're moving forward, we have to intentionally change these things. Patrick and I talk about intentional evolution a lot and what that looks like. And we don't exactly know, (laughs) but we do know that choosing to the best of our ability this path of love and love for ourselves because that translates to love for other people and it translates to more connection and more authentically real relationships we have to choose love and starting with ourselves is where it has to start for those of you who maybe have no idea what that looks like or how to go about it You just have to start really, really small. Really, really small. Even saying something to yourself, like in your head, in faith in this moment, I actively choose to love myself. Maybe that's all you can manage, and then then you're back to hearing all the other voices. But you just keep doing that. And you have to, in faith in those moments when you say these things to yourself actually believe them it's not about just saying affirmations and just being like all right when's this going to happen when's this going to stick when's this going to come into fruition you know it's about literally forcing yourself to believe these things in that moment even if that's the only moment you can do it and just okay let it go in that moment you did it and over time even in those moments, you might start to break through some stuff. I know for me, it was lots of emotional purging. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so wounded. Oh my gosh, how have I not loved myself all of these years? There's lots of other stuff that is bound to come up from that. Maybe things that you've forgotten, that you've shoved down repressed memories maybe about other people how they've treated you maybe things you've done that weren't loving toward yourself or toward other towards other people but this is work that we have to do guys it's so important i can't drive this home enough how important it is to learn to love ourselves and give ourselves grace grace for not being perfect none of us are perfect some of us look a lot closer to it than others but that's not really relevant what's relevant is that you have your one life to live you have your one self you have the opportunities that you have they're not going to be the same as everyone else's you don't have the same story and the same history as everyone else you have what you have you get what you get what are you going to do with it Sometimes it's really, really ugly and gross and terrible. 
Maybe you've done some really awful things. But you have to have grace for where you are if you're ever going to make things better. There's a plane flying overhead. (laughs) Sorry for the noise. Grace. Give more grace. You're not perfect. But let's focus on the most important things so we can move the needle in a positive direction. All right, guys. I think that's enough for now. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave me a message if you'd care to. And just let me know maybe a little bit about your path to learning to love yourself, your path to giving yourself more grace, or maybe asking me a question if you need some more clarification on anything. Like I said, some of us don't even know what it looks like because we've just lived in this place of no grace, no love for ourselves. So I guess I will talk to you guys soon.